So we're going to turn now to our first guest, Paul DeZeo, here in Montevideo. And, uh, Inspired, sharing your journey. It's going to be an inspiring story, can you tell? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. So that wasn't me singing, folks, just so you know. I can sing, but not like that. What? So, yeah. Paul, how are you this morning? Hey, I'm fine. The sun is out, kind of, although it's a little bit behind the clouds, but we're going to have a sunny day, I we, think. We know yeah. it's up there somewhere. It's there. Yeah. It's there. It started raining at about 3 a.m. this morning and uh, stopped raining at about, what, 6.30? 6.30, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. We had some thunder boomers out we there. We did. It was loud. It was loud. Uh, we were staying in our camper down at the... Uh, the lagoon park there and uh, that roof makes uh, there's not much space there it, 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 between you and the roof it makes a lot of noise but uh, it was a actually it's kind of nice i like i like rain yeah yes. it's, um yeah. It's, it's easy to sleep through so all right paul so how are you this morning and uh or we just talked about that how are you doing this morning but uh, we're going to talk this morning about your journey to the catholic faith but before we talk about that um you grew up protestant i did so talk to us a little bit about that i grew up in southwestern minnesota uh Calvinist, Presbyterian, uh, a lot of my family would be like Methodist, uh, Dutch Reform, pretty conservative area. And uh, But uh, my mom and dad were always open to other people. You know, so along the way, uh, a lot of my friends were Catholic. It, you know, one of my dad's good friends was a Catholic, and they had business dealings with each other. Uh, we are from a farming background. And uh, so nothing negative was said about Catholics, so they're okay people. And then uh, going to the Presbyterian Church, my aunt was a, a significant teacher of mine. So a lot of my family members were either uh, like organists or musicians. And so we had a lot of music around us in the congregation. And then the congregation would sing in harmony. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like music a lot. So, um, age 17, I decided that, uh, you know, I was confirmed in the church. Went on to college at the University of Minnesota Morris. Uh, one of my close friends, his brother, who they were Catholic, I'd played sports with him and played in the band with him in the high school band. We decided to go up to the University of Minnesota Morris, and uh, we went on campus, took a day off visited the campus, working on campus, and there uh, the uh, dean of the college was walking on campus. He said, what are you guys doing? You're visiting? Yeah, we're visiting. He said, well, we need students. I want you to come to college here. So I did. And my friend Bob, so I lived off campus with uh, the Nichols brothers, and uh, I was in the music department up there, and uh, one of the main things in the music department was is uh, there were a lot of musicians, and I felt comfortable with all of that. And some of the musicians that were in the music department, we ended up forming a like a, a white R&B group, music mm. group. Mm -hmm. Had a lot of fun with that, played music with them. You know, here's the deal. They were Catholic. <laughs> hey, there's some more Catholics in my life. So, uh, and i got to tell you the name of the group. There, there was a, two brothers and a sister, Johnny Faith, Tony Faith, and Janet Faith. Name of the group, 
faith in the believers. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. And then there were other Catholics in the group besides, so I guess we all kind of did it together. And then one of the more important parts, however, was uh, in English class, sitting behind me was Jolene. Jolene, uh, you know, we talked and visited and so on. Well, Jolene became my wife. And... Uh, just putting a plug in. We've been married for 51 years. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Congratulations. It is. And I would have to say, those friends, Jolene especially, is one of the reasons why I became Catholic. Yeah. But on the road to that, I I really felt music was the thing, but I wanted to be a rock and roll R&B player. Mm-hmm. I did get a degree in elementary ed. One of the classes that was important, though, besides the music and stuff, was uh, I had a philosophy course. And within that philosophy course, you study the, the great philosophers, St. Augustine, along with that. And the professor was very good. I got into philosophy as far as reading it. And that was good. I re- Did I realize later on I would come back to that again, but that kind of laid the roots for uh, learning uh, that type of thing. Okay, so here I end up in Montevideo, Minnesota, uh, teaching school, uh, doing that, but I was still playing in musical groups, and I was doing a lot of playing in bars, uh, different things like that, and I really wasn't attending church. I'd go to church with Jolene, just go, you know, and... Uh, were you Catholic at that point? No. Okay. Didn't become Catholic until 1986. Now, uh, we doing okay on time? Oh, yeah. Yep, okay, so, okay, here I am in Montevideo, Minnesota. I taught for four years, and but I wanted to pursue music more. Mm-hmm. I got with a group of people. Uh, matter of fact, that was the years where I could earn more money playing music than I could teaching school. Mm-hmm. The salaries were low supplemented our income and uh, so we're playing around doing that kind of stuff Um, I also played with some gospel groups that were like uh, Protestant evangelical and we'd play in different places and I'd play with them and different groups and that was kind of cool yeah I mean you had altar calls Mm -hmm. you know people testify that they were Say born again, mm-hmm. yep. you know. So I, I'm familiar with all of that, but it felt good to be in the Catholic Church. And then, so I went playing music, played a lot of different country music, you name it. Played for different, uh, you know, private parties, things all along that line. Uh, and what was happening though was, is there's there is. The music wasn't doing it, you know, it was kind of empty, but, you know. Uh, so then Father Casey comes along, and he said, uh, he, he and I had been visiting, and I had a pretty good biblical background, and he said, you have a good background in the Bible, I've been talking to you and stuff, and why don't you teach some of the CD classes? And I said, are you sure you want me to teach CD classes? I'm not Catholic. He said, well, you are. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. 
I want to pause just right there and let our listeners know uh, if you're just tuning in, we're li- you're listening to Real Presence Live here on Real Presence Radio. We're coming to you this morning live from Montevideo, Minnesota at St. Joseph Catholic Church here. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Clark, joined by Executive Director Steve Sponskowski. And we're visiting with Paul DeZeo about uh, his journey to the to the church and how he's basically been surrounded by Catholics his entire life and uh, and he was just getting into talking about um, how there was a priest who, who wanted him to uh, teach some CCD courses so well, we'll jump back into that okay so I was teaching CD classes I love children I I like teaching I think God really wanted me to be a teacher but at this time I was not teaching I was working different jobs playing music uh, doing my own thing really you know and uh, so this would be we're into the 80s now and went through the 70s played a lot of music I was kind of floundering around uh, and I decided to give up music it just wasn't doing it some of the jobs are going bad during the 80s the the economy was kind of flipping around some of the businesses were closed that I was working for I was doing sales work uh, along with some labor type of things and uh, the business would close and I said hey you know what this isn't going so good so uh, my wife and Jolene and I we visited we prayed on it a lot Mm -hmm. and what came back was Paul you need to be a teacher and we just went on a lark I said I'm gonna go up to St. Cloud They've got a special ed program up there, and we're just going to drive up there. And here it was August. Campus would be closed pretty much. They weren't started yet. But we got to campus. There was a person there who actually was the head of the department for special education. Told them our story. Said, yeah, we can get you in. And uh, so that did happen for me. This would be about 1984-85 right in there. I quit playing music. I quit. My guitars were put away. They were out uh, at home yet. Uh, Father Casey comes up to me and says, Paul, you need to be a Catholic. He said, you really do. I'm starting uh, the RCIA program. He was teaching it. Uh, I said, okay, I'm in. And at that same time, it was 1986 that I came into the Catholic Church full communion. It's wonderful. My good friend right there, Dave Swenson, <laughs> who I knew, I met him in college. We worked together. Yep. Okay. He was my sponsor. Mm. That's great. And now, I apologize. We're getting short on time, so I want to skip yep. ahead just a little bit here. So you came into the church in 1986. Yep. Um, what has it been like? Being a Catholic, you know, what has that journey been like since 1986 uh, as you look back on it sitting here now? I sat back in the church, sat with my family, and, but I was empty yet still. I mean, even though I had, God had the Eucharist, I needed music. It was just part of me. So Sue Botton, who directed the choir here, mm-hmm. she said, Paul, bring your guitar, you come and play. So I did. Uh, went to some national conventions. I met people like Ken Cannonito, uh, uh, Tom Booth. Uh, and I got to see them personally. I had some great experiences. We don't have time for all of that, but the Holy Spirit was there. We were, were so anyway. That's the way that goes. And here's the deal: RPR Radio. That's helped me grow tremendously. The apologetics. 
It's been so great for me. Uh, Dr. Scott Hahn, his works. One of the gentlemen here we were talking prior to my coming on is you know how God puts people in our lives or puts us with people in our lives. We're in a battle. Yeah. I firmly yeah. believe that. We need to bring more people into the church that we, they need to know God, mm-hmm. Jesus. And and I guess Jesus, uh, God is using me. And to do that, why an older person? I'm 71 years old, but I guess we have some experience. We can share that. And I was a sinner, am a sinner. Thank God for the, the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. And God, Jolene, my wife, you know, so hey, friends. Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Paul, for being on with You're us welcome. this morning and sharing your story. The time just goes it does, so quickly. It? When, <laughs> when, when we, uh, but we, we very much enjoyed uh, hearing about your journey, and, and thank you for sharing that. You know, we, we just never know who's out there listening who needed to hear yeah. exactly what you have to say. God wants you to be a Catholic. He wanted me to be a Catholic. That's, and, the, that's the deal. And then even when you those gifts that you have, he uses those gifts Definitely. Um, for his people, for his church. And so thank you for saying yes to You're that. You're welcome. Um, sometimes he takes things away from us, and then he gives them back to us right. when, when we're ready to use right. them for him. So right. thank you for that. Absolutely. You're welcome. Well, Paul mentioned the importance of the Eucharist, and we actually have a very special Eucharistic miracles tour that is or display uh, as we were here in, in Montevideo last night, and it will be in Pine Island.